0: my brothers and sisters to breaking open the word the sunday edition of the god minute i'm father michael beloved of god today we celebrate the 27th sunday in ordinary time the first sunday in october this month the gospel chosen for us today is taken from the 17th chapter of luke's gospel it's verses 5 through 10 So let's take a minute, place ourselves in the Lord's presence that we might listen to his words spoken to us to inspire and give us grace. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Whom among you would say to your servant who has just come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field, come here immediately and take your place at table? Would you not rather say to him, prepare something for me to eat, put on your apron and wait on me while I eat and drink? You can eat and drink later. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? So should it be with you. When you have done all that you have been commanded, say, We are unprofitable servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Johnny's mom came rushing out of his room, yelling, That room is a pigsty. I thought I told you to pick up your clothes. I did, Mom. I did exactly what you told me, replied Johnny. Are you kidding me? There are clothes all over your floor, she said. Yes, replied Johnny, but I picked them up. Looked for a place to put them and realized the floor had the most room. <laughs> Did exactly what he was told. We are unworthy servants. We have done what we were obliged to do. I don't know about you, but when I first heard that phrase in the gospel, it made me sort of uncomfortable the last thing I want to be is a unworthy, not useful servant. It just sounds hopeless and kind of ordinary. But like every word that comes from the mouth of God, there's always something deeper to be discovered, isn't there? So after further reflection of this gospel and that particular phrase in relationship to the whole gospel, we might come to discover that in order for our faith to be increased, we have to come to know the one in whom we place our faith and trust. You see, Jesus loves us. It's he who is calling us into a mutual relationship whereby we must trust in him to set us up for success, not disappointment, for hope, not despair, for grace and mercy, not fear and worry. This parable that Jesus shares with us today teaches us that faith requires action. As followers of Jesus, we are God's servants. The master expects the servant to carry out his orders. When the servant returns from working in the fields, he also has housework to do. His master does not feel indebted to his servant for his fidelity in doing what he's already supposed to do, what are part of his duties. In the same manner, the apostles and we are expected to carry out the orders Jesus gives us. Like the apostles, we are the servants of the gospel. And as servants of the gospel and its values, We can never feel that we have worked enough or that we have done all that we can. We must regard ourselves as God's servants, as did Jesus who came not to be served, but to serve. You see, service to God and neighbor is a sacred duty which we owe to God and that we all have. When we serve our sisters and brothers, we are simply doing God's will. When we promote the values of the gospel, we are simply doing God's will. When we care for the poor and contribute to the support of the mission of the gospel, we are simply doing God's will. And as such, when we do God's will, our faith in him increases. Because we see him actively involved in our lives. He provides us with all we need to achieve the kingdom. Can you imagine if our brothers and sisters today actually heard this message? How they might react? You know, we're in a time of great entitlement. Narcissism is at an all-time high. The overall attitude I'm seeing these days from others is I'm the only one that matters. If it doesn't affect me, why should I care? Or why should I worry? In fact, there are people who aren't doing what they are supposed to do and still expect a salary, a place to live, food to eat, etc. For some reason, doing what we are supposed to do has hit an all-time low and it may take some time to turn that around. Or perhaps it just requires us to do what we've been obliged to do from the beginning. Beloved of God, to grow in holiness and faith, we look at the two greatest commandments, love God and love your neighbor. This is what we are obliged to do. If we do this, we are indeed servants of the Most High God. We will have faith great enough to move mountains or even to command a tree to be uprooted and planted in another place. Doing what we are obliged to do is a selfless act, a necessary act, a holy act, which increases our love. And being a servant of God, well... In truth, the rewards are eternal, and we don't need to expect any great praises in this life. You know, during the terrible days of the 1940s blitz on London, a father, holding his small son by the hand, ran from a building that had been struck by a bomb. In the front yard was a large hole that was created by a shell that had exploded. Seeking shelter as quickly as possible, the father jumped into the hole and held up his arms for his son to follow. Terrified, yet hearing his father's voice telling him to jump, the boy replied, I can't see you. The father, looking up against the sky, tinted red by the burning buildings, called to the son, But I can see you. Jump, please, jump. The boy jumped because he trusted his father. You see, the Christian faith enables us to face life or meet death, not because we can see, but with the certainty that we are seen. Not that we know all the answers, but that we are known by the one who has all the answers, You see, the passage of the gospel that we heard today is not meant to shame us or belittle us, but to awaken in us a greater trust in the God who loves us, who sees us, who knows us. Being servants of God and doing his will is exactly what gets us to heaven, to spend eternity with our loving God. It's what answers the request of the apostles, Lord, increase our faith. My prayer for us, beloved of God, is that each and every one of us is well on our way to being unworthy servants who are doing what we've been told to do, doing everything we can to help others do the same. Then we shall hear those spectacular words we long to hear as we are received into the arms of Jesus, those ultimate words of commendation. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Come, share my Father's joy. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, thanks so much for joining us for breaking open the word today. Do take good care of yourself and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless.